0: Hello, welcome back to How About That Crypto, your home for regular crypto and Web3 news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist. Today's news and updates is such good news, and I cannot wait to hear what you all think about this. California goes crypto. Yes, California goes crypto. SWIFT, the the traditional finance or TradFi, as we like to call it, communication system between banks well they go crypto they're the ones that are moving money and messages around between all the big banks and they do the majority of all that in the world well they're going crypto this could be huge or is it i guess we'll find out and if you stay till the end i have a message from mark cuban all about how to look for the next big thing and the next big coin for the next bull run so if you don't know what i'm talking about not to worry i'm gonna explain it all but first please like subscribe follow leave me a comment right now. Just say, hey, I don't care. I would love to hear from you and it also helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. Helps make sure other people can see this. As a matter of fact, please share this video with somebody. I'd really appreciate it. Don't forget this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below to do your own research. All right. So, Cali goes crypto. The government in California, or sorry, the governor in California has been a little more active than the majority of other states in this space. Of course, you got Texas, Colorado, and Florida. And then there's also Wyoming with the first uh, Dow and the first crypto bank. And New York is pretty active, but it it seems like they're getting a lot of pushback from from their... From like different groups in New York. So I don't know about how good of a place New York is to start up a crypto business. But anyway, here is the latest. I'm going to share my screen. So if you're listening on podcast, you can uh, just use the links below to follow along. And uh, here you go. Or you can just listen up. Oh, you know what? Hold on one second. I got to do something. I gotta reshare my screen, but optimize it for video because I'm gonna pay you a video at the end. All right. So we got what do we got here? All right. Author Jesse Hamilton writes for CoinDesk. California moves forward to allow vital records to be issued on blockchain. So what do you think about that? I feel like that article, that title in and of itself tells you so much, and uh, it continues. The title continues on to say. Oh, my God. This is like, uh, sorry, I'm having like some technical difficulty. Uh, so it continues to go on to say, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a law this week that establishes a blockchain option for delivering individuals' records, such as birth and marriage certificates. So this is literally one of my favorite examples to use when I talk to people about blockchain and NFTs. Uh, So let's go ahead and jump down here and check out some more info from here. Uh, Let's see. It says Californians will have the option of a blockchain based delivery of their vital records after a new law was approved establishing the technology as an integral part of state record keeping. It goes on to say the technology would be established in the distribution of birth, death and marriage records, allowing PDFs to be sent immediately rather than using a typical 10 day postal delivery. I think that's really interesting. Uh, It says the bill was introduced by California State Senator Robert Hertzberg represents a test of blockchain in an essential government function in the most populous U.S. state. So I would say that this is extremely bullish and it's all keeping California in the map in terms of tech and innovation. We know they have Silicon Valley, but we also know that. There's been a lot of movement of tech companies and other people out of California. So, this is going to help them stay on the map uh, in terms of being innovative and adopting new technology. So, uh, let's see. I'm going to, I want to read this last paragraph here. All this week in the US Senate, a bill to set up a governmental task force on digital identity cleared the Senate Homeland Security Committee. So now we're talking about the federal federal law right now. The legislation also reflected by similar effort in the in the house is meant to advance work at the federal and state levels towards setting up interoperable government approved ident I didn't Oh my god. Excuse me. Uh, government approved digital identities. The Bank Policy Institute said the effort would improve security and enhance customer convenience. Okay, so what did I just read in case uh, I'm hard to follow along when I read? Okay, so basically what I'm saying here is California is bringing blockchain into its state record keeping in terms of birth, death, and marriage certificates. You can opt in to have these things sent to you, and you'll get a PDF. I don't know... I guess the whole point of it being on the blockchain is that you know that it's being who it's being sent from. It's being sent from the state versus like you just made your own PDF and your own fake birth certificate and said, look, I got this from you guys. (laughs) So this is a way to make sure that it's all legitimate. And uh, this guy also like with the um, Hertzberg is who is. uh, California State Senator Robert Hertzberg was saying how. Uh, it's just a highly convenient process. Uh, he also says it's not only faster, cheaper, and more efficient delivery method. It'll save Californians time and money, but it is also more, much more secure as blockchain is nearly impossible to hack. And uh, I think that that's pretty accurate based on what I know. I don't know anybody who's hacked a wallet <clears throat> address. They've only hacked. Uh, they've only done like social engineering hacking and they've done uh, they've hacked bridges, we still haven't figured out the cross-chain stuff, uh, interoperability. You know, the ability to send money from one chain to another. We have to do it through a bridge, and uh, they keep getting hacked. And uh, so, anyway, that we're going to talk more about interoperability in a minute, but. Let me know if you have any questions. I'd like to hear from you. What do you think about this? Do you think this is brilliant? Why wouldn't they use blockchain technology and NFTs for record keeping? I'd like to see them move all the housing house titles, uh deeds onto blockchain so that way we can lower the cost of closing at when you buying property because it is so Freaking expensive. It's crazy how expensive it is. And I think it's kind of ridiculous. Like if you have it all on the blockchain, then there's a lot less need for a closing company. So I think that that sounds pretty good. ok. so, what do you think? Let me know? Leave a comment below, and I am moving on. So we just talked about I just mentioned interoperability. So author Taylor Scott writes for Bitcoinist Swift to run a trial chain link. Sorry, Swift to trial run chain links, cross chain interoperability protocol. I don't know what's wrong with me today. I'm just like tongue twisted. I don't think I've uh, I don't know why, but Swift to trial run chain links, cross chain interoperability protocol. So I think this got me super excited. And in order in order to understand why it got me excited, other than the fact I like and own Chainlink Token Link, to be full disclosure. You have to know what SWIFT is. So let me just scroll down here under SWIFT's role. I'm going to read this paragraph. SWIFT is a critical pillar in global financial transactions. The belgium based SWIFT, which stands for Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication is responsible for the execution of financial transactions and payments between banks across the globe. Massive financial transactions that are conducted over country lines rely heavily on SWIFT's infrastructure to execute many capital markets and financial institutions that do not internet that do international business are likely using swift infrastructure almost daily so basically swift to me sounds kind of like a blockchain but they don't use blockchain technology basically you can send messages and financial transactions over the swift sys through the swift system and it's secure and it's it's the most most widely used payment system on the planet. And uh so they're they're like a big deal. Think of like the Russian s- sanctions. Basically, if you get shunned from Swift, which is what happened when they did the sanctions, they said they can't use Swift. They took the the Russian banks out of the Swift system. Then you're missing out on the lar- that large payment network in the world. So you can't move your money anywhere. Uh at least initially, I don't know how you move it anywhere any other way because the banks aren't going to want to interact with you so swift is a really big deal all the major car- major credit cards run on swift as well so think about that okay so let's talk about what this means for crypto there's a there's a quote in here i'll just read it for you uh at last wednesday's smart con 2022 event A two-day Web3 event hosted by Chainlink in New York City. Representatives from both Chainlink and Swift sat down and announced jointly that Swift is working on a cross-chain interoperability protocol or CCIP, cross-chain CC, internet interoperable protocol. So CCIP is cross-chain interoperability protocol as an initial proof of concept for swift transactions. So I would say, what does cross chain interoperability protocol mean, Robert? So CCIP sounds to me just from reading it, that they're gonna set up a set of rules that enable chains to be interoperable. So Ethereum and Solana and Cardano can all communicate with each other And transactions can happen across all those chains. Right now, you cannot do that. You either have your money on Solana, you have it on Ethereum. There are some bridges, but bridges are dangerous and they have been hacked. We have not figured that out yet. So... This is a really big deal. You're going to the most trusted, longest standing messaging uh system that sends bank transactions and and secure messages throughout the world for the for, for the lo- probably longest running system other than maybe some underground systems which we're not talking about today. Uh so, Swift big deal. All right? So, I'm going to jump across to another article real quick and about the same thing. It's by I own Ashraf, and it's at Coindesk. And the title is Swift Partners with Crypto Data Provider Chainlink on Cross-Chain Protocol in TradFi Play. Interest from institutional investors moving into crypto has been undeniable, according to Swift's strategic director. So there you go. There's another, like this is another article, similar headline. So I'm just going to read you a few paragraphs from here. The partnership between Chainlink and Swift in cross-chain interoperability. Oh, my gosh. I'm having so much trouble saying that. Okay. The partnership between Chainlink and Swift in cross-chain interoperability will help bridge the gap between traditional and digital assets for TradFi institutions. So... This is a uh, Swift strategy director is saying this. Uh, so he's saying there's undeniable interest from institutional investors, and he's they're teaming up with Chainlink to really bring kind of bridge the gap between our traditional finance or TradFi, between TradFi and digital assets or DeFi or cryptoverse or whatever words you want to use. The demand for interoperability has increased in recent months having been touted as the next big development for not just crypto natives, but also TradFi investors moving into digital assets. So what they're saying is that interoperability is a big, big thing that we're hearing. And we're going to say that the future is, is multi-chain or future is cross-chain. You'll hear that a lot in the cryptos talking. And that they're just saying that we're gonna have a Solana and a and a Cardano and uh, and an Ethereum, and we're gonna have multiple chains, and they're gonna need to be able to operate because different companies are building on different chains. So it's important that they could all communicate with each other somehow. Otherwise, this whole network thing is gonna work. Otherwise, you're gonna have to have one chain to rule them all. But like, what's the re- What's the likelihood that that's the case? I mean, and when I did my research on what is Swift. I found that there are other competitors, but they're not that big. I mean, they they take the lion's share. So it could be something like that. Maybe Ethereum controls the lion's share and others kind of try to creep up on their market share. But ultimately, we're going to have multiple chains. So interoperability is huge. So just kind of give that information to you. Okay. On September 22nd, Cryptography Network Lit Protocol said it raised $13 million in a Series A round led by crypto investment from 1KX to hire developers, creating decentralized ownership and interoperability across protocols. Meanwhile, in August, several Solana-based projects teamed up to create the Open Chat Alliance, an interoperable messaging platform. So there are there is money being raised, there are projects being built to solve this interoperability stuff. So interoperability is a big theme right now. Uh, we haven't really figured it out. That's interesting. We'll talk about that in a second. So, and it says, finally, signs off here. Last year, Swift said that it was planning a series of experiments in the first quarter of 2022 around improving the exchange of information between the participants and systems that interact with the life cycle of tokenized assets. So, tokenized assets. So, that's interesting. You know, maybe they're going to go after, like, stocks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly what they're going to do. This is all the information I could find. And uh, so I'm going to keep an eye out on this. What do you think? Do you think that this is a big deal? Do you not understand why it's not a big deal? Do you, could I explain Swift better? Let me know, leave a comment below. And I am moving on. Okay, so for our last story of the day, I have a clip here from, uh, this is Altcoin Daily. I love them. They're awesome. You, If you're watching this, you've probably heard of them. And if you haven't and you want to hear more about coins and, and the news—they talk a lot about what coins they're investing in. I don't really talk about that very much. This is not a place to find out where the next co- coins are coming. This is a place to find out what you what you need to know to decide whether or not you think you know you should be involved in crypto in any way, um, or it's just a, also a place where you can. Uh, just stay up to date on what's happening because I'm speaking about the development of the space in general. I talk coins come up, but a lot of times I'm talking about regulation, fundraising, and the deals that are happening. So, within there, there's coins, but these guys talk about coins like a lot, and they're two twin brothers. Anyway, enough of that. Um, so, Mark Cuban. This is an interview from our Cuban. Interview, and I think it speaks volumes to looking for the next boom in in the coins. And uh, you know, I don't shill those coins. I'm just trying to point out the adoption of crypto based on partnerships, startups, investments, and utility. And I point out regulation because, as I mentioned many times in the past, I believe regulation is really the only threat I'm worried about when it comes to my crypto investing. Okay, so let's check this out and um, listen up.
1: But what concerns me is the fact that there's not the next application, right? We went from DeFi to collectibles, now what? And rather than seeing true innovation, you're seeing replication where, okay, I'm moving um, DeFi to this blockchain or that blockchain. Oh, I'm trying to find value on the edges. I'm going to create an AI-based application that looks for the best yields across all the different DeFi platforms, and I'm going to automate that for people.
0: Okay, I'm just going to go back, just in case you weren't listening. What I want you to pay attention to what he's saying. He's starting off by saying, "Like, what is new in crypto? Every time we've had a bull run, it was usually most likely on the backs of of some narrative." And so what are the narratives? You got coins, you had smart contracts, you had, uh, you had NFTs, you know, you had all these things. So like, what is the next narrative? Okay, so listen up.
1: You can only guess. But, but what concerns me is the fact that there's not the next application, right? We went from DeFi to collectibles. Now what? And rather than seeing true innovation, you're seeing replication where, okay, I'm moving um, DeFi to this blockchain or that blockchain. Oh, I'm trying to find value on the edges. I'm gonna create an AI-based application that looks for the best yields across all the different DeFi platforms, and I'm gonna automate that for people. You know, It's not something that is groundbreaking, it's just an improvement on what's already being done and that's not going to be enough to bring people back to crypto so you know it really is going to take that next big thing to really drive utilization That's so that's my concern you know and you know i've said this before we saw the same thing with the internet you know streaming bam it's fun new websites bam it's fun amazon you're buying bam it's fun and then you know everything kind of cratered in 2000 and 2001 and there were no bams for a long time you know there wasn't happening for a few years and then you know in 2004 you saw facebook and social networks hit and then you saw um app stores hit you know when in 2007 when um the iphone came out so we're, we're looking for that app store iphone you know platforming moment where there's new applications that bring in a lot of non-traditional crypto users because you know the 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 thing that's going to drive crypto above and beyond just the crypto is something where you just have to use it yeah so
0: that's how I'm going to leave you basically he's saying what's the next big story what's going why are people going to come in oh if you were sitting on the sidelines not getting into crypto and you heard about smart contracts you thought that was a cool idea you might have gotten in and bought some ethereum or some other chain with with smart contracts if you were still sitting on the sidelines and you saw like nfts and you're like oh nfts look cool i'm going to get in on nfts if you still were sitting on the sidelines you might have gotten in when there was game uh play to earn games it's like oh that sounds cool so what he's saying is what's going to be the next thing that brings the people that are sitting on the sidelines that are not in it in it into crypto and he's saying in the in the in in the uh dot com bubble or boom, there was all these, there was this crash and there was nothing really exciting until the iPhone came out and you started getting on like applications. And then everyone started creating applications for different uses. So the question is, what is the, we need another application of crypto or another iteration of crypto. And uh, so what do you think it is? I don't know. I'm keeping my eye open. I'm seeing a lot of replication, I'm seeing a lot of people trying to do something that someone's already done, just doing it better. That's important because the space needs to continue to grow. But if you're looking for another boom, this is not financial advice because I'm not a financial advisor. But what I understand is markets move on psychology and you need a narrative to drive new people into the space. So, what's it going to be? Maybe it's interoperability. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's helium and uh, you know a decentralized internet protocol and mobile carrier, which I reported on last week. So check that out. I don't know. What do you think? Leave a comment below. I want to hear from you. Thank you for listening.
1: Have a good day. Please hit subscribe. Don't forget to leave me a comment. Hoddle on.